good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Thanks for being in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding today? Is it convinced and held captive by the Word of God? Uh, that is well worth your effort in inve- investing in your own spiritual life is knowing the Word of God. Well, it's good to have you today. Looking forward, we're right here on New Year's Eve getting ready to begin a brand new year, and I just finished up my Bible reading for the entire year, and uh, God has enabled me by His grace to read through another time of the entire Word of God. I recommend it to you highly, as I have in the last podcast, and uh, I think it would be well worth your effort if you claim to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. I really urge you strongly to know His Word well. It's always amazing to me that people know batting averages and on-base percentages and everything else so well, uh, or even pop culture. They're very sophisticated in their knowledge about, yet when it comes to the Word of God, uh, one guy said, I want to read the Bible so much and so have it saturate my thinking that cut me anywhere and I'll bleed Bible verses. I think that that is a a great sentiment that we ought to all echo. Well, in the reading of this uh, last passages here at the end of this 2021, I found myself in the reading plan reading, of course, I think one of my most favorite Psalms is Psalm 103. Psalm 103 really turned my attention to something that a topic that ought to encourage all of us as we enter into a brand new year. So if you're not if you're unfamiliar with Psalm 103, I encourage you to pick it up and read it. Let me just read a few verses from this psalm to you because I want to highlight in this psalm a few verses that really, I don't know, it just stood out to me. It just kind of slapped me in the face once again in a good way of a great reminder. Psalm 103, the Bible says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And then the verses I want to highlight to you are verses 3, 4, and 5. Uh, So he says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and he's referring to the Lord. He says, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. I love verse 8. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. A new year is coming. It's just around the corner in the next 24 hours. And the best way to begin a new year is to know that you're all free and clear when it comes to your relationship with God. I suppose that's the thought that struck me most. I reflect on the great words of Isaiah in Isaiah 43 and verse 25. Isaiah said, I, in reference to God, I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins. Now, I don't know about you, but that last phrase 
that promises me that God is such a compassionate God and a full of a, a, a God full of grace that He is willing never to remember my sins against me any more. He will blot out my transgressions. Here is a great promise about the extent of God's forgiveness today. Uh, God blots out your transgressions so that He can forgive your sins. Now think about this, or not forgive, but forget our sins. Yes, forgive, but also forget. That's the startling reality of that promise. In other words, the Bible says here that if you come to God in faith and brokenness and humility, He will deliberately erase from His account books every record of everything that you have done wrong. And as those records disappear... As those writings and accountings of wrong things we've done evaporate, so does his memory of those misdeeds. Recently, I read uh, a statement by a man named Ray Ortland who points something significant out, and he said this, quote, God locates his very identity in blotting out our sins and remembering them no more, uh, unquote. And then what he does is Ray Ortland provides an illustration and, and gives a little scenario about what that might look like. <clears throat> and let me just share this with him, with you from him. He says this, Satan, the accuser, comes before God and says, look at that Christian down there. Why do you still love him? Don't you remember what he did to you last week and again on Tuesday and then again yesterday? And God says, well, if you'll allow me to put it this way, uh, no, I don't remember. Gabriel, where does that believer stand with us? Check the database. Gabriel logs on, but the only information that comes up on the screen is the righteousness of Christ freely credited to that sinner, because that's how God honors himself as God. Quote, I blot out your transgressions, I splice your bad days out of my game film for my own namesake. So God says back to Satan, I'm not saying your facts are wrong, but you're not telling the whole story about that Christian. What matters most to me for my own sake is not that person's record, but Christ's record for him. That is grace. That is God. Unquote. That is God indeed, is it not, folks? Why does God do this? He does it for his own namesake. In fact, he has to do it for only for his namesake because there's no other reason to do such a, such a marvelous, gracious, merciful, charitable act because we don't have any right to any of God's grace. We don't have any claim that God should be good to us. We have no righteousness to plead. We have nothing that we can offer to him to say, boy, I'm, I'm worth saving God if you really think about it. No, in fact, it's completely the other way. It has to be done only for God's sake, for God's glory, for God's magnification, because we know the Bible teaches us very clearly that God loves to display his glory before us as people so that we can direct our praise and our adoration all back to Him, because, because of Him, I have everything that I have. We're drawing this year to a close. And have you expressed your gratitude to God? Have you turned 
to Christ in repentance and faith uh, so that you can enter 2022 and know that you are free and clear when it comes to your record on high, free from the burden of sins you've committed, clear of all the record of the wrongdoing so that it's been blotted out and God never remembers it against you anymore. There's no better way to begin a brand new year than with the knowledge of your freedom and the desire to live for the glory of one who's just poured out, showered his grace towards you. Are you free and clear right now? I trust you are. If not, I think this would probably be a good time for you to get out of your chair and get down on your knees and then bow your head and ask God for his forgiveness and then and then wallow in all of that great mercy that he's blotted out your transgressions. Have joy in your heart. Maybe your holiday celebration this year uh, has been less than stellar, but I want to tell you right now, the only approval that you need is the approval of God Almighty, and uh, he'll never remember against you any of your sins. God bless you. There's great joy in that. We pray that the Lord does come back quickly. I'm looking forward to that. But until that time, we can rest in the redemption of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Walk with God, will you? Trust Him, enjoy His presence, and relish His forgiveness. 